Yo, 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 it is that time of week. Yes, it is that time of week. It is a Monday, which also means it is a new episode of the Until Next Week podcast with Dane and Samuel. Dane, what are you thinking? Dane's not here. Um, Believe it or not, he was actually going to record with me today, which would have been awesome. But then we have a bad uh, communication problem, and he decided to go hunting, and we couldn't get anything figured out. So you got me today. But you also got some voice memos from you guys. So I hope you listen in to the episode this week. It'll be a good one. It'll be a quick one. And yeah, just, you know, it's it, hey, it's worth your time. You're already here. Why leave now? So uh, welcome back to episode 46 of the Until Next Week podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, it is that time of year again. It is November, which means it is officially Christmas season. I hope you've all been enjoying it so far. I know I've been enjoying it. Um, we've been getting multiple, I guess, things around like our home Christmasfied or Chris, yeah, Christmasfied. I think that's a word. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but one of the hardest parts about the whole Christmas process, like, yes, you have to put up like the ornaments on the trees, uh, get all the lights strung and everything else. But something that I took on this year, which I don't think normal people typically do is trying to de-string a uh, Christmas tree. Um, you know, the age old problem where you have a tree that's pre-lit, which is awesome until, until the lights stop working. Um, that happened to us recently. We had these two trees that are both honestly about like 10 years old and I love them. Like they're awesome trees. Uh, one of them we put like all like silver trees or silver ornaments on and the other, um, tree we put like ornaments that like us kids made growing up. Um, and it was just like, I, I really like the trees, like they're awesome, but they got to the point where the lights were not working properly. Some of the lights, like the strings had been like ripped at one point, And then I was like, this, this isn't really worth it. So I took it upon myself to de-string these like seven foot tall trees. And it is not easy. Um, originally I tried to just like straight up to string them without doing anything else. And I was like, this, this isn't going to work. So I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'll use scissors. I'll start cutting them apart. Uh, the lights that is not the trees and just kind of go from there. So we got one of the trees completely, um, de-strung, I guess, earlier this morning when we're recording this. Um, but there's still another tree to go. Uh, it's not, not an easy task, but I think it'll definitely be worth it after they're both done. We get some new fresh lights on there and I think it'll just solve so many issues. So if this has ever been something that's came across your mind and you have been scared to do it, um, it's possible, but it is a little time consuming. And also if you have done this, let me know if you have any ticks, ticks, trips, trips. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Tips, tips or tricks. That's what I was trying to say on how to maybe be a little more efficient during this process. But I don't know. It's, it's a good time. I'm excited that Christmas is coming up. Thanksgiving is coming up, you know, the forgotten holiday, but overall it's just like a good time of year. Like it's exciting and the vibes are like way up. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, happy to be alive and, uh, just keep going. Um, so something else, uh, about this Christmas season. So yes, I've got everything set up and you know, that's also a great time of year to come across a, uh, new found hobby. And that is something I did over really these past like couple weeks. So I've talked about before how I listened to the ghost runners podcast, which is a great, great podcast. It's honestly an inspiration for this one. And they have like this Facebook group where a lot of times different people post like funny, um, I don't know, like memes or funny uh, just topics like related to the episodes they release. And then I got to the point where I heard this one quote that they said, and I was like, what, what are you, what, what in the world are you saying here? 
Um, and basically it was just some random, like if you had no context, like whatsoever about this podcast and you just heard this quote with just nothing backing it, it just won't make any sense. So I decided to take this quote out of context and then post like a really inspirational picture uh, and then just throw it in the group and it kind of went off. Like people thought it was pretty hilarious. Um, and just so you know, here's what the quote was. It was, there has been a lot of girls just accidentally getting pregnant. We figure the best solution is not to stop that, not to encourage abstinence, you know, until marriage, but to make sure everybody knows how to change a diaper when the baby comes. That won the world. I mean, out of context, that makes no sense, which I thought is hilarious for like these memes. So I decided to do this again on like the next episode. And on this one, one of the Jake Triplett, he's one of the hosts. He said, what happened to unbuttoning your pants and throwing some coffee down them? Out of context, it makes no sense. But if you've heard the episodes, like it's it's funny. Um, and then like there's another one, like they're big Chiefs fans, and I posted this one where they had to say the Broncos were great. So out of context, it makes no sense. And then the most recent one I posted was of their editor, who's named Tymon, and he said, "If you're ugly, you have no hope." So I posted a picture of him looking all inspirational with that quote, and people again thought it was pretty funny. So. I'm going to keep doing this, you know, keep making those memes and, uh, you know, get that Facebook group famous, you know, that's the goals of, uh, most people in general, especially other podcasters is to become famous in another podcasting group. Maybe I should straighten out my priority priorities. I, I don't really know, but it is enjoyable to do. It doesn't take much time. Um, so that's just something else I've been doing the past couple of weeks. I hope to keep it going, um, going forward. We'll see if it just people get tired of me too quickly, and then maybe maybe I'll have to stop. Um, but besides that hobby, I decided to pick up on some uh, an old hobby, I guess you could say, and I played some pickleball um, this week. It had been a few weeks, or maybe like a couple months since I had played last, um, and then I played like twice in like a three-day period, so that was really fun. Um, but the second time I played some pickleball, uh, one guy who I had not seen in a while, like a good friend, he showed up and then he brought one of his friends who I had no idea who it was. And this other guy had never played pickleball before. So it got to the point where we're like, okay, well, if you guys want to jump in with us, like you can do that and we can kind of go over the ropes and try to teach you. Um, and it really just was not clicking with this guy. Like he's not a big, um, sports guy. Like that's kind of what he was saying. Um, but I mean, I still want to be competitive. I don't want to just completely give up. So eventually we paired up after, well, we paired up on teams after we finished our first solo game. And in the solo game, I was throwing the ball back to my partner and it was a great first impression for, uh, me to this other guy because I threw the ball back to my partner and it kind of slipped and I just nailed the guy in the back. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You've known me for about four minutes and I've already nailed you once. So, uh, please, please forgive me. But yeah, he, he, he did forgive me, I think. And we end up being partners. So he wasn't doing very good originally. And I was like, what, what can I do to teach him? Like, Hey, here's how you hit the ball straighter. Here's what you got to do. And I don't know how this came up, but for some reason I started comparing pickleball to McDonald's McGriddles. I honest, I have no idea how this even came into my mind, but I was like, what's something I guess that will stick in his mind that it, I don't know. I just, I just need him to hit it straight and get it in the other side. Like I, I need the ball to be in play. So we have a chance to score. And I, he was just hitting it way too hard. Originally, um, he was hitting it like way to the right. And I'm like, Hey, just go up and down. Um, and then I started to come. Yeah. Again, like McGriddles, I, this didn't make any sense like whatsoever. 
And whenever he hit it too hard, I was like, hey, you had a whole McGriddle. Like, we need to get like half the power. We need half the McGriddle. And then he was like, so like McGriddle without cheese? I'm like, yes, that's what we need right now. Um, and after a few tries, I guess this maybe just made him feel more comfortable. I don't really know. But he started to hit it in play. And I'm like, okay, we got a chance. We got a chance. And we almost won um, one of these games. After the first game, I played against him. And like my, my team destroyed like their team. Uh, but when we paired up, we almost won together our first time. And then we're like, hey, we'll do it again. We'll play one more time. And then like he had the McGriddles in mind. So it went to, uh, it got to the point where we end up winning, which was pretty sweet. And I think he uh, definitely felt more comfortable with pickleball by the end of it. So I was like, okay, we got another guy. We got another one. Another person to the pickleball atmosphere is in our midst. So that was really fun. Um, if you ever have to teach someone how to play pickleball, I guess let's compare it to McGriddles and I guess you'll be okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe that isn't the best for everybody, but it worked for him. So I'm going to keep going with this methodology. So those are just some fun updates from the week. Um, and you know, great, uh, transition from fun updates to going into what grinds my gears, you know, that fun, fun segment. Uh, one of the, uh, I mean, like an initial grinds my gears would be that I wanted to, um, have Dane on here to have his grinds my gears segments. And he was going to, like he said, he would have been able to record, like I mentioned earlier, um, but would have had been like yesterday at a time that wouldn't have worked for either of us. So I was like, okay, I will send you some topics. And he was like, yeah, I'll send you in some voice memos or whatever else. But unfortunately by the time I recorded, I have not got these sent to me. I think he is still hunting. So I completely forgive him. He has more important things on his mind, but um, that was just one minor grinding my gears. So mainly my unpreparedness is what grinds my gears. But something else that grinds my gears is what I call caffeine hangovers. I don't think I've ever used this terminology until this day, but recently, especially like this past week, there was a couple different times where I just felt horrible. Um, and I think it was because I've got to a point where I consume so much caffeine, like consistently that I don't realize I have a problem. So at least I, Hey, at least I recognize the problem. But today I had not had like any caffeine and my head was going crazy. I was like, what? This feels horrible. Like I've never had like a real hangover in my life because I've never had a sip of alcohol, but I guess I do have a caffeine hangover from not consuming enough or consuming too much and then not consuming any. So it is uh, it is an issue, but fortunately I was able to pick up a large coffee on my way over to record this. So I am feeling a little better now, but that's probably not the best fix uh, going forward. I probably should just cut down my overall caffeine intake. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Maybe, maybe with Christmas coming up, I'll have a little more time to get some extra rest and cut down on caffeine. But until then, I will keep sticking this in my veins and we'll just, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, so yep, that is something else that's been happening lately that has been grinding my gears is, uh, caffeine hangovers. So hopefully none of you are uh, going through one of these as you listen to this episode. If you do, you know, just take some ibuprofen, drink some water and, uh, get some caffeine in your system and you might be okay. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, so with not having like a great idea on what I want to do with this episode, because again, originally I thought I was going to record with Dane, obviously he's busy hunting. Um, I was like, okay, what, what can we do? And I had reached out to 
a friend who's been keeping on saying like, hey, I want to send you a voice memo. I want to send you a voice memo. Like, what should I send you? And I'm like, hey, just send me something that I could do solo on the podcast if I ever have to record like this. So he sent it to me last week, but then I had Jackson Frazier, you know, Jackson P. Frazier, a great friend of the podcast on episode 45. So I did not need to use that voice memo. But then it got to the point where I was like, well, I'm glad you sent it to me when you did, because now I have a solo episode to record. I need some ideas. So Jack Holmgren did send in a voice memo, but before he sent one in, uh, we had another voice memo from a fan, Joshua Smits. And, you know, I, I think we should do both of these voice memos today, um, kind of give our thoughts on each one and just kind of uh, dig into them a little bit. So here's the first voice memo by Joshua Schmitz. What is up? My name is Joshua, uh, first time caller, I guess I could say. Yes, I can't I can say. Um, and... I found you guys through the Ghost Runners, of course. I've not listened to the full every episode, so maybe this uh, question or uh, suggestion will... You can just direct me to an episode. But for non-Swifties like me, could you explain the whole Taylor's version, what that means? Is it just a way to make money? Or I feel like I heard about some type of history with that or back in the day. Maybe not back in the day, but, you know, there was a point where something happened that caused that, and I'm not sure, and I don't really want to do my research. So, I mean, this is kind of my research. I'd rather hear it from you guys uh, yourselves. So, yeah, thanks so much. I enjoy the podcast thoroughly. And uh, one more thing, communism. Seriously, Joshua? I've said it before. Dane's not even on here, but somehow it always comes back to communism i i don't know why i guess it's just i guess it's the theme of our podcast of just randomly throwing out that word and i uh thank you joshua thank you for doing what no one else could do on this episode besides uh you doing it to me while i'm uh, recording solo so yep communism i guess is uh mentioned again on the pod but more seriously you were asking us about the Taylor's versions and I'm very grateful that you did not do your own research because I am your fellow or I guess your local or your expert, um, self-proclaimed Swifty sort of not really, but enough of it. It seems like we are because how much we talk about her on the podcast, but honestly, she just gives us so much content that we're like, Hey, we'll talk about it. Maybe some people relate and maybe some people will hate this. I don't really know yet, but We do have some knowledge on this topic, and who knows, Dane might dig into this a little bit next week, but I can give you my brief overview here first. Um, I think we have talked about it on the podcast, but honestly, after most podcasts, I'm like, I don't really know what I talked about, like unless it's in the description. Like, I don't know what I said unless I re-listen to it. So until there is a mass book of knowledge about our podcast, I will not be able to really direct you to an episode where we talked about the Taylor's versions. But hey, here's episode 46. You'll get your breakdown right here, right now. Um, so basically, here's here's the best of my knowledge for this topic. Um, Taylor Swift wanted to make more money, so she made more albums. But no, that's not actually the real answer. 
Uh, a lot of artists enjoy, I guess, owning their own music. And I guess there's a lot of issues in the music industry nowadays where oftentimes musicians might sign bad contracts early on in their careers where they don't really realize what they may be giving up. And I guess that happened in Taylor Swift's situation. So I guess her um, music label uh, owned like all her tracks and they didn't want to give her ownership of them even though she wanted them. And then it got to the point where I guess her label sold it to like another group uh, maybe without her knowledge or at least without giving her an opportunity to potentially purchase it herself. Um, so being Taylor Swift and being the superior uh, musician that she is, she's like, okay, well, that's really annoying. So I'm just going to kind of stick it to them and re-record all of my music because I guess there is like a, I don't know, like a stipulation or something where it allows her to do that. And then at that point when she re-records the music, she then owns those songs. So um, she decided to re-record each album she did not officially own, which I think was like, I don't know, like six albums, something like that, because her most recent deal she made with a studio um, gave her that ownership. So she did not have to re-record like her most recent, like three, four albums or so. But for those other like five, six albums, she did re-record and she has currently uh, done all of them except for two. So when she re-records, I think her Reputation album and then her first album, which a lot of people, I guess, just don't like because, you know, a lot of times artists aren't very, um, I don't know, matured in their music, like in their first album, go figure. So she's saving that one most likely for last. Her next one will probably be Reputation. She just released 1989. And honestly, I think it's a really cool idea. Like, obvious, like I don't think you'll ever really see artists do this again. I think there's already um, some like new stipulations going into place where artists might not be able to re-record their albums because that kind of defeats the purpose a little bit for these uh, music labels. So I guess artists in the future will just need to be a little more um, in tune with what their contract is saying. So if they want that ownership, they need to make sure it gets put in that contract first. But uh, with Taylor Swift doing this, she has made a boatload um, of more money because she's reselling all these albums again. And something that she does is she usually has multiple versions of like her vinyl records and sometimes her CDs. So Swifties being the unique breed that they are, they oftentimes buy multiple albums. So they have all the different variations. So they're buying all these albums they already bought years ago and the whole time, like Taylor Swift is just going to the bank and something else cool with these albums, which explains some of the thought process on why I guess it makes sense to buy these albums for some of these Swifties and such is that she oftentimes has what she calls vault tracks, which are songs that she originally wrote for these albums. But for one reason or another, she did not have them put on the original albums. So typically there's like three to like six songs, maybe that are vault tracks that are new that she originally wrote to put on the albums years ago, but now they officially are on the albums on her Taylor's versions. So I think the whole idea, again, is pretty unique, pretty cool. Um, it gives a lot of people like excitement of listening to a new sound of like old hits. And I think, um, I don't know, I think it's just a cool idea. And overall, like having ownership of your own work is a big deal. And I think Taylor Swift uh, realized this. So that's why she did it. So hopefully this helped answer uh, your question, Joshua. Hopefully you don't have to dig into this much more. And this will be all of the research you need to do. 
Um, but if you want to do some further research, just listen to her old albums and then her new albums and see if you can find any differences between each song. Obviously, she has a more matured voice now, um, but let me know if any sound exactly the same because some honestly kind of do. So I don't know, just a thought, but thank you, thank you, thank you, Joshua, for sending in that wonderful voice memo. I'll make sure to try to get Dane's response next week, and he might have a different thought process about all of this, but uh, you'll just have to wait until next week to hear those responses. Um, going to our next voice memo. It is from the great Jack Holmgren, who I had already mentioned, and uh, we'll just kind of play it here and dig into it and uh, see how it goes. So, Jack, what are you about to say? What's up until next week podcast? My name is Jack Holmgren, and I've come to you today to share what has been grinding my gears. Recently, at work today, someone asked me the most horrific question I've ever heard in my entire life. They asked me, Jack, is cereal a soup? I was disgusted entirely. As an avid cereal enthusiast, for someone to even correlate cereal on the lowly level of the soups is unforgivable. And it has been grinding my gears all day. Anyway, hope you all have a great day and enjoy listening to the five-star rating show, the Until Next Week podcast. Thank you. Jack, I need to get you on this podcast immediately because that tone of your voice was just it really drew in, I think, the listeners here. Like that was, it's either that or you were like in a spot, you just want to be kind of quiet. But either way, like it sounded very good. And thank you, thank you, thank you for sending in that voice memo. Um, Saying cereal is a soup is just disrespectful to cereals everywhere. Um, Ask any kid like, hey, do you want soup or cereal for a meal? And I bet you nine times out of 10, a kid will be like, "Uh, cereal, any day, like, it is not a soup. They're different categories. That's like saying that stupid, stupid age-old question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's not. It's a hot dog. Don't put a hot dog in the sandwich category. They are, again, completely different. These are just questions meant to divide us as a nation. Like, I don't know what's worse, like the whole like having two-party political system or having questions like that. Like, is a cereal a soup? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Like, those that's not what we need in this nation right now. We need something to bring us together. And right now, the thing that will bring us together are these Taylor Swift's Taylor Versions albums. Not a sponsor. Um, just kidding, though. But yeah, seriously, I whenever I think of soup, like I didn't even know this was like a thing, but I had tasted something called cold soup recently, and it was not good. It basically just tasted like something that should be a dressing and like that should not be anything you consume for a main meal. And then you have cold cereal. That is delicious. They're completely different. Like it's not the same whatsoever. And how often are you having hot cereal? And yes, I understand you can have oatmeal, but I don't really think you're going to have normal cereal and heat it up because that would not be ideal. But hot soup is great. They're just so, so, so different. You cannot put them in the same category. So no, whoever this friend is, like leave him immediately. Don't talk to him ever again. And just follow the way of truth and life. And that is that cereal is far superior to soup. So therefore, they are not in the same category. And I, I just want to I want to see, like, is this friend, has he asked you, though, that other question? 
you know, the one that I don't want to speak of, but I'm going to say it again, like is a hot dog, a sandwich, because if he asked you like that is a major, major red flag. You got to get out of that friendship immediately. There's no hope for this individual. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what else you're going to do. Like, I, I just want to thank you for your bravery on even sending in these questions to the podcast, because I, that that's a tough, that's a tough scenario to be in. So, um, I hope that answers your question, Jack. Um, thank you again for listening. Thank you for sending your support for sending our longest, uh, Apple podcast written review ever, which whenever I read that on the podcast, however many weeks ago, it took a solid like five minutes to read. And if you have not heard that on the podcast, I don't know which episode it was. So either go back and listen to all of our episodes or just go to our Apple podcast, uh, go down to the review section and then look for the one review that just goes on forever. And that is Jack Holmgren's review. And also just, you know, slight flex, slight uh, promotion here. If you have not left a written review on Apple Podcasts, please do that because I will read it here on the podcast. That would have been more great content to talk about on a solo podcast as these great reviews were getting sent in at a rapid rate. Um, I think right now we have 19 five-star reviews. So if you're not one of those 19 people, leave your five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen on Spotify, you can still make an account for Apple and just be like, hey, this is a five-star podcast and leave a written review and let us answer uh, any questions you put in those or just read them off here on the podcast because that would be incredibly cool. And then, like I said, like if you do listen to Spotify already, just leave a five-star review on there and we'll be good to go because I think right now we have around like 36 or 37 five-star reviews on Spotify. If we could get that up to like 100, I know that's a big jump, but that would be so incredibly cool. And I know more than 100 people have listened to this podcast based on of all of our uh, analytics that I see weekly. So if you're one of those people who has not left a review, this is your sign right now. Go to Spotify or Apple Podcast or both. Leave those five-star reviews and we'll love you forever. So that's that's the until next week guarantee. And Dane, he might slander you on the podcast if you ask for it. So if you put that in a review, like, hey, Dane slander me, he will go off. I'll make him do that. So that could be an interesting uh, new segment of the podcast. Um, ask Dane to slander you and he'll do so with no context. So until next week, we'll have to uh, wait in here if that comes true. And also if you just leave one of those uh, reviews, like I said, I can get him to do it. So there you go. Um, also, we just listened to these two different voice memos. How do they do that? They follow the link in our Spotify and Apple bios and also on our Instagram. And if you follow that link, you can leave a voice memo as well. So you can be featured on the podcast. You can ask us a question and we will answer it. So again, just another uh, little self-promotion there. If you want to be featured on the podcast, leave us a voice memo or leave us a five-star review or both. So or I guess you don't have to do either if you don't want to, but please do. So, yep, that is the end of our voice memos segment. And like I said earlier, this is going to be a short episode. So we're going to start kind of uh, cleaning up the episode and digging into uh, Sponsor of the Weeks here in a second. But before that, I just want to let you all know that Dane is doing well. He uh, has like different updates that are written online about how he's doing. Um, I know he's finished his second round of chemo. And I think it went much better than his first round and everything is looking very positive. So thank you again for keeping him in your prayers. And then please just continue to keep him in your prayers going forward because he does have two more rounds of chemo. And then the goal is that he'll be done with that. And it'll be just a great signs from the doctor and he'll just be able to keep 
recording the podcast every week because honestly, that is his goal through all this so he can record the podcast weekly. I mean, that's that should be the goal here. Um, but yeah, he's doing awesome. Thank you again for everything. And yeah, I'm happy and excited for him to be back on here soon and also next week. So sponsors of the week. Yes, sponsor the, of the week our weekly segment of our favorite, favorite sponsors. And our number one sponsor, um, Dane's not here to say it, but it is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And yes, we do have a verse of the week that goes for our sponsor of the week, and that is Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And that says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Um, this was a verse that stuck out to me recently. Um, I helped uh, lead a K-Life um, guys Bible study this past Friday. And because I had to lead this, I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? And it got to the point where I was like, hey, um, just encouragement is huge. I'm encouraging like fellow believers and like just like your brothers and sisters in Christ. And I was like, this verse goes well um, with that topic because like, as it says, like, hey, don't stop meeting together. Um, and like, but like encourage one another, like, and that's huge. Like, even if you are not a Christian, because I'm sure some of you are not like encouraging one another is still big either way. Like still like love your neighbor, like as yourself, like still encourage because that can be all someone needs us to keep going. So, um, just highly recommend that like encouragement is so big. Um, I know a lot of you have encouraged like Dane, like I said earlier, by sending him lots of like nice messages, um, when you first heard about the news or just keeping him in your prayers. And I know he does not feel like worthy of all that. Um, but I know it has had a big impact on him. So keep on keeping on, keep on encouraging him, keep on encouraging another, uh, one another that is, and yeah, keep on encouraging this podcast as well by leaving us a five-star review and leaving us uh, voice memos. So, yep, there's the plug again. Uh, sponsor of the week, number two, Jake Trustin Art. I Who knows? We probably wouldn't be where we are today without Jake Trustin Art. We've mentioned him dozens of times, honestly, because this is episode 46. So I think this is his 46th time being mentioned on the podcast. So shout out to him. Shout out to his art. Shout out to all his talents. Um, and shout out to him just doing his thing because he is a complete stud. And he, yeah, super nice guy. One of the best people you'd ever meet. And again, like if you need some Christmas ideas, go to his website. Um, I'm not for sure what it is off the top of my head. It honestly might just be jaketrustinart.com, but Google search it first and then go buy some art from him or have him make a painting for you or something because you won't be disappointed because he is a complete stud. And honestly, if you tell him that you are buying art from him because of this podcast, uh, I'm sure, I don't know, just tell him that and maybe I'll get like a partial commission because that would be super dope. So that's a shout out to you, Jake Trustin Art. Shout out to everybody else who needs some art from you. Um, do it now. Um, our third sponsor of the week. I had to think about this for a little bit, but then I was like, no, no, I don't need to think about this much more at all because it is Bass Pro Shops. Uh, if you've never heard of Bass Pro Shops, it is basically the Disney World of hunting. Um, it is located all across the nation, but the national headquarters are based in Springfield, Missouri, where we are located as well. And something that's really cool about Bass Pro Shops is it's not only just like this shop is like multiple like Walmarts basically all combined into one, but also all themed to like the outdoors because it's like a hunting and outdoor shop. 
but they also deck out their place for Christmas. So that's where I went earlier today uh, with some of my family, and it was just is so cool. Like they put lights up everywhere. Um, Santa Claus is there. Like who doesn't like Santa? Like if you like, he's awesome. I'm gonna get Chris, uh, Christmas pictures with Santa here with my entire family, like in a few weeks, which uh, is always uh, an experience because most of the people who get pictures with Santa are around seven years old. But uh, we are a bunch of adult children and adults getting a picture with Santa. So I think he always gets a little bit nervous where he's like, hey, please don't sit on my lap, uh, little boy who is 6'7", 270. Yes, that is my brother. Uh, But instead, we usually just get around him. And then I think he's so relieved. He still give us the uh, candy canes afterwards. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you updated on how that goes here in a few weeks. Um, But until then, just find a local Bass Pro Shops and go inside there. If you've never been to one and you want to travel somewhere to experience like something crazy, go to Springfield, Missouri, go to that Bass Pro headquarters and just see the crazy Christmas decorations everywhere because honestly, it will take your breath away. It is awesome and it is always a Christmas tradition for ourselves to go to Bass Pro Shops. So that is about the most Midwest thing you can say but it is definitely worth it. It's definitely a good time. And uh, yeah, just even if you don't do that, just find some way to enjoy Christmas and Christmas time with your friends and family because it is a great time of the year. Um, So yeah, just I think that's about it for this week. Um, Just keep telling your friends if you enjoy this podcast. Like I said earlier, leave us those voice memos and five-star reviews. And then most importantly, just keep Dane in your prayers and uh, Soon enough, he'll be on here every week once again, and uh, this podcast will just be able to keep on thriving. So thank you again for listening to episode 46 of the Until Next Week podcast.